Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You've found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy, and I am with Joanne and Carol again today. Ladies, thanks for coming back. Good morning. Oh, yes, absolutely. I am excited to continue our conversation. You know, uh, yesterday you mentioned, Joanne, that we're going to be talking about some different virtues this week. And uh, yesterday we looked at Colossians 3 and that portion from verse 12 and following about some of the things we should clothe ourselves with and what we should put on. And I like the way Paul puts that because when we think about something like loyalty you mentioned or mercy or gentleness or kindness, those are things I think that they cut against the grain of our flesh. Like I don't always want to be merciful. and I mean, I want that. I want you to be kind to me. I want you to be gentle with me. I, give me your mercy. But on the other hand, that doesn't always come naturally to me. I, You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't think it does for a lot of us. So we, it's something that we have to work mm-hmm. at. And so I, it's part of our transforming. I love that, that Paul says, put on. So there's something mm-hmm. that we it's need a choice. to do. It's a choice that we mm-hmm. have to make each and every day, each and every encounter, each and every moment. And if you blow it one moment, well, then you're going to have another opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming. So set that aside and move forward and ask the Lord to help you to put those things on and be that kind of person because it makes a huge impact. It does. I was thinking about um, what we talked about yesterday and this verse came to me in Mark. It says, uh, that is what the son of man has done. He came to serve, not Mm. to be served, and then to give away his life in exchange for many who are held hostage. And so I think about that, how we, we do have to put on the attitude of a servant and, uh, you know, Jesus came to be, to serve, not to be served. And when we have that mindset, I think that, uh, we do make the world a better place and we feel better mm-hmm. about how we lived our day, our, our life mm-hmm. during those moments. Well, you know, in looking at some of this, one of the things that I see back here in this, um, verse in Colossians, I mean, it's all through the Bible is that we are God's chosen people and, when I think about that, and I think that it is so easy for us to think that God is up in heaven, and we look towards heaven when we pray, but that's not where God is. God is here. God is within me. And, and it's like I have started praying more towards knowing that God is right here rather than thinking of God being in heaven. Mm. So if God is right here, he's right here with me, then I can learn with God's help to be compassionate. And I also become more aware of the things that I say and the things that I do because I know God's right here. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. It, it was kind of a, uh, you know, and it, it it's kind of a new thought for me, might not be for everybody, but to know that God is right here, right right here. Mm. He's, 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 he is as present as I am. Yeah. It makes me think of a verse in uh, Romans 13, I think, around verse 14, where it says, to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, think about that. You're saying he's right here. He mm-hmm. is right here. And we need to we need to make that choice to to put him on, to become his hands and mm-hmm. feet, to be who he wants us to be. That same verse says, make no provision for the flesh, which means, as Paul said, I die daily. You know, you, mm-hmm. you have to work at that and make a choice every day to set aside your selfish wants, desires, and all those things and 
and kind of go the extra mile, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. meet the needs of others. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. To be that servant, as you talked about, Carol, to, to recognize that God is right here, giving us everything we need mm-hmm. to be that person. But our part is to choose to do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this last night. I was studying um, for a lesson and in Joshua, um, God says to Joshua, you know, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged for I'm with you and I'll be with you wherever you go. And that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about, Joanne. It's like, well, yes, now in the New Testament, I mean, he also says that Jesus said, I'll be with you always. And so it's like, I no, we can be, mm-hmm. we can be strong. We can be courageous be, mm-hmm. also because he's right here with me. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I got God on my side. I got, mm-hmm. you know, with yeah. him, all right. things are possible. He's, he's right here with me going wherever I go. Right. I'm with you wherever you go. Wherever so I go. Wherever so where I go, am I taking? Goes. Where am I taking <laughs> exactly. God and where what am I showing t- God about my life? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, yes. I, I just, uh, but I, I, I do, um, you know, we, we're talking about God being with us and God helping us to be who we need to be and the condition of today's world and the light and the salt that we can be. Um, there's just so much going on in our conversation today. Uh, and, and one of the things that I was thinking about, um, when I was thinking about this week and, and thinking about these virtues and things, one of the things I was thinking about was loyalty. And as I started looking up some verses on loyalty in the Bible, I kept coming across David and his loyalty to Saul. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that is just, he was loyal to God, which made him loyal to Saul. And think about what he, he had to put on compassion, uh, yes. kindness, mm-hmm. humility, gentleness, patience, because Saul was his, ended up to be <laughs> While his he enemy. was running away from while him. He's, while the man <laughs> had, had opportunity to kill him. <laughs> yeah. He had several opportunities to kill him and could easily have done so. And he was and actively and being pursued. And, Saul and was trying think to he's kill justified him. in killing him. Yeah, He's trying exactly. to save his own life. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the loyalty mm-hmm. involved in that. I mean, you talk about some tough loyalty. I, it's pretty hardcore. It's pretty hardcore. <laughs> uh, and and how he would tell his his uh, soldiers, you know, don't 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 touch the Lord's anointed. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. And then in return, how loyal his soldiers were to him. I was thinking about that too. The ones that his mighty men, yeah, the mighty men, went to get mm-hmm. him a drink of water from the well that he, lo- yes. he longed Love for a for drink it. of water, and they fought through enemy and territory. Then he wouldn't drink it. Then he wouldn't. <laughs> then he poured it out as an offering it was to yes. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Beautiful story. Yeah, yes. it really truly yeah. is. When you talk about loyalty, there is some. Serious loyalty in that story. I I just love that, and I think you know how loyal are we, you know, and 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 we choose who do we want to be loyal to. You know, we're we're kind of choosy about our loyalty. Um, but even even in it's funny because I just I've been writing out thank you cards. I send thank you cards to our customers, and uh, as I've been sending out some thank you cards, I've been looking to see how many years they've been customers, and I just appreciate their loyalty. You know, I mean, it's just. It's people are committed. When when you're loyal, you're committed. Hmm. Let me read some from Webster's dictionary here. It's an unswerving allegiance, uh, faithful in allegiance to one's lawful sovereign or government. David was loyal to the king, uh, loyal to God, faithful to a private person to whom faithfulness is due. Um, this suggest like a loyal husband faithful to a cause ideal custom institution or product and you know the idea of showing loyalty i mean that's a long running like you don't give up on that right you know unswerving Mm -hmm. that is straightforward Mm -hmm. i mean david never faltered in his loyalty to the lord's anointed because he saw who that person was 
And I, I think if we can, if we can learn to do that, mm-hmm. like to see through the Lord's eyes who people are and why we should honor them and respect them, even if we disagree with them, even if they don't agree agree with us and are aggressive toward us. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do. Think that's why he could stay so. Well, and I, I just I just had the thought. I wonder how that story would have ended had he not been loyal to the Lord's anointed. Suppose he'd killed him in the cave. How would the story have been different? Well, I you think know? he would have. And he, but uh, his loyalty in the end, I mean, the whole nation loved David. Yeah. Yeah, you know? and he, I mean, he had the opportunity to go his own way, and he, mm-hmm. and David wasn't. Perfect. Oh yeah, he was we definitely his, not a perfect man. We know he sinned, and we know he. We also know he repented, and even after all of that, God still called him a man after His own heart, and mm-hmm. I, I believe it was because of his, his faith and knowledge, his surety of who God is. When mm-hmm. we know who God is, when you think about how loyal God is, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, to us, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even Jesus, I mean, the loyalty that it took to go through the things that he did. He was loyal to his God, his Father. And to the call on mm-hmm. his life. Mm-hmm. How many times do we run from the call on our lives? Mm. I'm a little uncomfortable. I just don't think I want to do this, Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this verse from Psalm 89, verse 2. It says, I will say, your love, this is speaking to God, your love continues forever. T- forever. Your loyalty goes on and on like the sky. It just never ends. Mm-hmm. Never ends. Mm-hmm. Now that's some serious loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful picture of, you know, when you look out, you go outside and you look at the sky and it's, it is, it, well, you can't see the end and you can't see the beginning. Yeah. If we could just learn the truth of loyalty. I mean, even think about in marriage, you know, we, we commit until death do us part or we get unhappy. Mm. You know, um, if I'm going to be a a loyal wife, uh, then I'm also going into this marriage knowing that it's not necessarily going to be easy. And of course, when I am 19 and getting married, I think life is going to be all roses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, the fact is that marriage is not easy and yet it is such a beautiful thing when you work at it and you make it work. Um, Andy and I nearly divorced 30 years ago, and now we're having fun getting old together. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't easy getting here. Yeah. You know? And I remember at the time thinking, if I I get this divorce, Satan will have won this round, and I'm not going to let him win. Mm -hmm. He is not going to steal my marriage from me. And so it made me fight for something and be loyal to something that I didn't really feel like being loyal to. But in the end, that loyalty has been a wonderful thing for me. I mean, we're, we're enjoying life. We're having a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, so life is good. But, man, you got to hang in there sometimes. It's not easy. But, hey, be loyal to your, be loyal to your mate and be loyal to your, your children and your neighbors. Uh, let people know that they can depend on you. What a wonderful thing to be a dependable person. Carol, you said something over break that I really want to bring up because it is possible to be loyal to the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're loyal to God, you know you're in his word, you know you're headed in the right direction. But if anything supersedes that, and, you know, I've seen some really stubborn people and that stubbornness can be a good thing because it helps you persevere. But if you if you're focused on the wrong thing, or mm-hmm. you're ro- loyal to say a person rather than God, or a cause, or an organization, or any number of things. Well, and I think it's so easy to be blinded by things 
And sometimes you only want to see certain things. It, sometimes I think that it, in your gut, you know this is the wrong thing to be loyal to. This is the wrong way to go. But there's just something stubborn in you that doesn't want to see truth because you like going where you're going. And could it maybe be pride? Oh, I think like, so. If I, if I let go of this, then I've got to admit I was wrong about focusing on that or being, quote unquote, loyal to that person or that thing or that whatever. But listeners, you can never, ever, ever go wrong being loyal to God and to his word and what he says in his word. That's right. I was reading uh, just as an example of a place that people could, you know, be loyal and maybe not have the truth is uh, Proverbs 12 says an honest witness tells the truth, but a false witness tells lies. And so let's say you're so loyal to someone that you get on the witness stand. And you're like, no, I'm going to be loyal to that person instead of to the truth. Or yes. So we just have mm-hmm. to be, you know, I think about that word truth. It's like you're loyal to truth. Mm-hmm. And like you said, God is truth. God is the originator of um, loyalty, his faithfulness that reaches to the skies. And so just being aware that we want to be seekers of truth. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. Well, in something like that, and this is how it happens, we think we are showing love and concern, loyalty to a friend. So we're moved to to lie about something or to take their part in something that maybe we recognize they're not right about, but we love that person. So we're going to defend them to the end. And maybe, maybe it's a parent with a child or any number of things, but truth, this is what truth is, is looking at that situation saying, it's not in their best interest for me to that's lie. So for them, true. Mm. Either on the witness stand or as a parent or to defend something that's wrong. That's not in the best interest of that other person. Mm-hmm. It just causes more problems. Oh my for goodness. Them. Yes. It's facing reality. And even mm-hmm. in your own situation, Joanne, because you, you gave that example in your marriage, it's not that you didn't face the truth. Mm-hmm. It's that you did face the truth and look at it and then move on from mm-hmm. there to be to say And it's not to say loyal. that there wasn't things in our marriage that needed to be fixed. Right. Our marriage needed a lot of work, you know. And it, it it's like it's easy to when you as soon as you have a marriage problem of any kind, it's easy just to shut up and get mad and just decide you're just giving up or you're just walking away. I'm tired of this. I don't have to live like this. This is not what marriage is supposed to be. I deserve to be happy. I just, yes. God wants me to be happy. That's right. You know, Mm. you've been unfair. You've been unfaithful. You've done this. You've done that. I'm just leaving. It would, I mean, and and sometimes, you know, you think, well, that would be the easy choice. Well, actually it's not. (laughs) And again, the truth is that divorce is very, very hard Mm -hmm. and it it does, it happens and it breaks God's heart, not Mm -hmm. because he doesn't love people, but because he does, because he understands what a broken marriage brings with Mm -hmm. it. Oh, the hurt, the pain. The hurt, the pain. All of those long-term consequences for everyone involved. And my own heart goes out to those who have been through that or face that. Um, and so, you know, if there is a way to keep yourself from facing that consequence, it's much better. You know, Joanne, mm-hmm. you and I both know going through those difficult choices of choosing to forgive, choosing to love, choosing to stay with. And that's not always possible. Right. It isn't always possible. Uh, right. Because but when it is. I don't, think, I don't think that it's wise to stay in a marriage that is abusive. Correct. That is... It's going to destroy you. I mean, things do have to change. Right. You know, you do have to have... There are two people that have to uh, make choices right. here. <laughs> exactly. There's two yeah. people that have to realize that yeah. we need help here. Yeah. We're not going to make this on our own. Yeah. And, you know, and, and there has to be for repentance and forgiveness. Yeah. But but holding out 
in terms of not making a hasty decision yes. or not making a decision of like, oh, well, I, this is too hard. Because mm-hmm. that's not the truth. You think this is too hard in the relationship? Look at the bigger picture. Divorce is not easy ever, even mm-hmm. when it's necessary. It's very, very hard. It brings hard consequences to everyone involved. And even those uh, surrounding the situation, you know, it breaks hearts and it hurts lives. I mean, that's that's why God hates divorce. He mm-hmm. doesn't hate people. It, yep. And I'm a child of divorced parents. I was thinking we're all here so, knowing what divorce, you the know, effect of divorce. So my parents got divorced probably 25 years ago. Doesn't mean they're not happy today, but we still, uh, holidays and, you know, birthdays. And you're still bearing the consequences. We do because mm-hmm. we have to make choices based on, you know, just those other choices we didn't make right mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that um people didn't go on to live good lives and happy and right. you know things like that but there are long term and i saw a lot of years of pain for mm-hmm. you know sure. all those involved and so yeah it's just yeah. but god makes provision for those for that too for mm-hmm. healing mm-hmm. and so, so thank awesome. god we need him so much yeah. in every situation and all along he was right here Right here. Right here. With us. Mm -hmm. Loyal to us, loving Mm -hmm. us, helping us, and will continue to do so. Even when we make wrong choices, Mm -hmm. and I've made plenty, he is right here. And then he's so gentle in pointing it out to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes I Did you notice that over there? (laughs) (laughs) A good swift kick is sometimes more effective than that. Like, oh, yes, yes, but... Uh, it's, it, this is an interesting virtue of how, how important it is to be loyal, but also understanding kind of what we've talked about, the flip side of maybe being stubborn and pride, you know, that's not good. We don't want to go in that direction and we don't want to be loyal to the wrong thing and we don't want to be unwilling to change. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, cause I try to picture it, what would make me be loyal to the wrong thing? You know, how would I get on track of being loyal to the wrong thing? And when I think of myself, I think when I, if, if I were to be, for instance, lured away to looking at things on TV or on my internet that I should not be looking at and become addicted to something, you, you can become a loyal to your addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can prevent that by putting up the gates before mm-hmm. knowing that this is a trap that a lot of people fall into and addiction is a loyalty. <laughs> you know, and so knowing that I can guard against certain things um, will help my loyalty to stay where it needs to be. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I think making those choices preemptively, you mm-hmm. know, saying this is the kind of life I want to choose and these are the things I'm going to do. Now, you may make that decision and later unmake that decision or make another choice. So that it, you have to be on guard the whole time. Mm-hmm. And remember, we have an enemy. And he, you know, kills, seek, and destroy. You know, he's out to just obliterate us if and he he's can. he's just plain a liar. And we have an advocate, the Holy oh, Spirit. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So who is in us, with us, to help us make those choices. So listen. Listen to that Holy Spirit and follow. I mean, that's that's the voice. That's the direction that we want to follow. And mm-hmm. I, I get it. There are so many other voices in this world bombarded by so many things and so much of this world sounds good. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I even read books trap. from from Christian authors and it sounds good, but then I look again and I think that's not really right either. You know, so you have to be careful. You have to take everything you hear and 
and line it up with the word of God and say, is this really what the word of God is telling me I should do? Is Does this line up with the principles found in God's word? That's mm-hmm. the only way you can figure things out. That's our plumb line. And if we use anything else, we're going to get off kilter. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get off kilter. Uh, and, you know, again, I think that as listeners, you you know where you're at and you know where you're most vulnerable, uh, where you would be easily led astray or uh, fall into a trap. And always remembering that Satan is always out there to try to get you. He is always, he's prowling around. He's, he's looking for someone to devour. And if you are not actively aware of things going on around you, you can very easily get trapped into something yeah. that you had no intention of getting trapped into. And so be aware, be on guard. We're supposed to be on guard. And uh, keep your keep your eyes focused and your heart focused where it needs to be focused so that your loyalties stay where they need to be. Uh, knowing that God created you, God lives within you, God has given you the strength, you are never alone. Um, and that all of that being said, life is still not easy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. Right. Life is still not easy. Yeah. And sometimes we can become bored or we can become depressed. We can become overworked and those are play- times that we become weak. Mm. Those are the times when when we are weak, and when we are weak is no, is exactly when Satan's going to pounce and try to get us. And so be aware of those things and then fight against those things and get out your Bible and, and look up some scriptures that will help you. Um, and find a friend. You know, that's we've been talking about the importance of being neighborly and having people around you and... Um, that's just it is so important because a lot of times if you have a loyal friend will help you uh, when things are hard mm. and when you need someone to talk to but if you've closed the doors if you've come home from work and closed the garage door yeah <laughs> and we live in this closed up life then we don't have people in our lives to go to for help yeah and and a loyal friend is going to speak the truth in love to mm-hmm. you uh, a loyal friend is, and that loyal friend that you want, you want them well-versed in the Word of God and what mm-hmm. God uh, calls us to, because that's how you stay on track. That's how iron sharpens iron. That's how we build one another up and spur one another on, mm-hmm. is by the Word of God and sharing that. That's mm-hmm. what we do around this table. Well, and I think it's also, again, you know, we have to be careful on the friends we choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at this verse in Psalms. It says, come, let us worship. Let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. And he's a good shepherd. And um, the Bible says that we're his sheep and his sheep know his voice. Yes. And so just to stay under the care of the shepherd, under his, stay in his flock, stay close to him, and to to know that he he's a gentle shepherd that leads us and guides us and that we can know his voice. Mm. He is that gentle shepherd. And the fact that we can know his voice and hear his voice, it's so comforting to me. And be, even beyond that, it's... Um, it's where I want to be. It's, it's, that's the sweet spot for me, so to speak. And listener, if you're struggling today and you, you feel like, oh, I I don't know his voice or I can't hear his voice. Know that he wants you to hear his voice and he is speaking to you and he will help you. Um, scripture says, if you seek me with your whole heart, you will find me. I will be found by you. God is not hiding. He's not far off 
You said mm-hmm. it, Joanne. God is right here. He's mm-hmm. right here, wants to be here. He's given us his Holy Spirit. And sometimes we get in our own way. Uh, and I just I just encourage you today, don't go based on your feelings because they can lead you astray in a big hurry. Go with what God's word says. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's what he says. Jesus will not abandon you. He is here. Whether you feel him or not, he is here. We have the Holy Spirit. Whether we're yielded to him or not, he is within us and he is ready. And all it takes is our decision to open ourselves up to that. So do that today. Turn to him. Ask for his guidance, his help. Pray that the Holy Spirit would guide you in the right direction. And open your eyes and your ears to hear what he's saying to you. Uh, We're praying for you listeners. We so appreciate your listening into our conversation. And we will be back tomorrow here in the Circle of Friends. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to OpenTheWordPodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse to transitional design. Then meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.